Alrighty, what is going on? And welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you are doing amazing. I hope you're doing well. I can't say good because I think that would be grammatically incorrect. Um, so I hope you're doing well. Um, around where I am, the gyms are starting to reopen, and that is very exciting, especially for, I know, a lot of my clients who want to get back into the gym, who want to start lifting heavier weights again, who want to get the weights and feel like they're pushing themselves more. There's this, And I've done podcasts and posts and everything about ways to push yourself if you don't have weights. But that being said, load, aka how much weight you lift, is going to be one of, if not the biggest driving factor in seeing your body change. So... I know people are super excited for that, and if you are out there listening and your gyms reopen, good for you. That is so awesome. It's such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling to just know that hopefully we are turning a corner. And I know that like I don't watch much much of the news. Honestly, my dad tells me these things, but like there could be a second wave of coronavirus and whatnot. But like just getting back into somewhat of normalcy is very very exciting. So um, that's pretty much all I have for a little uh, intro. Um, let's dive right into it. And I've done a podcast on this before, um, but I know I have a lot of new listeners. I know I have a lot of new people who have recently started listening to the podcast, and I do appreciate that, and I appreciate you, and I hope you are finding this podcast well. I hope it's helping you. Um, but the topic I want to cover is cardio versus weights for fat loss, and which one is better, which one is more beneficial, which one is going to give you the best bang for your buck, because throughout, and I'm sure this is what you think, throughout somebody's entire, you know, exercise career, they think that the more cardio you do, the more weight you can lose, and like, that would make sense, theoretically, but this is why I'm doing that pod, this podcast, because I want to break things down for you on terms of not just theoretically, but practically and scientifically why that is not always the case right so and and just very quickly when i mean when i say cardio versus weights when i say weights i mean like following a structured strength training program like that is what that is what i mean not just like going in and like doing random workouts with random reps and random exercises like having a plan behind what you're doing that's what i mean when i say cardio versus weights and the, the same goes for cardio i mean you know, if you have a plan to run five miles or whatever it may be, like having a plan both ways. Um, so let's talk about cardio first. And there's a lot of things I want to cover with cardio that you may or may not know. And I want to enlighten you on them. Um, and the first one, just very first and foremost, and I've had people over the years come to me and be so concerned with how many calories they burned during their workout like that is their their barometer of success that is that is what they're shooting for that is why they are doing the exercise to try to burn the most calories possible in a given period of time and while that may theoretically make sense if you're looking to lose weight there's a lot of problems with that like there and and this is i used to coach and I didn't. I didn't even really use to coach this, but that's how the program was marketed. Was um, was one of those high intensity interval interval training circuits, and you know they said you'd burn 500 to 1,000 calories, and you know that you're the metabolic after effect, and this and that. And anybody who knows me is gonna laugh because like I never followed that, I never promoted that, I never supported that, I never did anything with that, which is making me laugh right now. Um, but that um. 
that theory that you burn more calories, so you know you're going to lose weight more and all this and that, like it's just a fallacy. Because if you do the research, and, and the research is out there, one of my best articles I always send to people who, who come to me with this, I think it's a Stanford, I think it's a Stanford research study um, that shows that those heart rate trackers and those calorie trackers that you are using to measure your barometer of success off of, whether it is a Fitbit, whether it is a Garmin, whether it's your Apple Watch, whether it's a, a, a heart rate monitor you wear around your chest, the calories that are reported that you burn are normally 50% wrong. So if it says you burn 500 calories, you really only burned 250 calories. If that, maybe, if, if on a good day. So what happens is, People take this number that, oh, I burned 500 calories so I can eat 500 more calories or, or just, just the theory, the thought in general of, well, I did more exercise, so that means I can eat more. I am telling you right now, that is not how this goes. That is never going to work. That is the – that means nothing when it comes to if you had a good workout or like that, that barometer of success means truly nothing. And I'm not even – like it, it means literally nothing. So – when talking about like these how many calories you burn and, and burning calories, it's really just a far-fetched marketing pitch because those trackers can't accurately track your calories burned. It's just they time and time again, and again, like if you want to Google Stanford research study on this, f- please feel free to, but they're up they're they're fifty percent wrong. So you think you're burning X amount of calories, but you're really only burning Y amount of calories, but you're eating Z amount of calories. It's just, there's too much stuff thrown into the equation. that's going to throw you off. It's going to confuse you. It's just not worth it. So what I'll say on that is those trackers are, are wrong. They're not right. I don't care what your Fitbit says. I don't care what the treadmill. And like, for example, the treadmill, like if you go to a gym and then use a treadmill for your calories burn, like that random ass treadmill that 900 other people use, like, is supposed to know you, is supposed to know your body. It's like, it, it, this is not how it works, right? So those things are wrong. Please do not use those for your um, tracking purposes because the, the heart rate has shown to have been pretty accurate, like, what your heart rate is doing. But the calories burned is it, just not accurate. Um, the next thing I want to say on those things, and actually, before I get into the next point, I want to continue on. And I kind of just touched on it, but they don't, all those trackers don't know you. Like they don't know your previous diet history. Like if you've been on a diet for nine months, your metabolism is going to be drastically decreased, which means you're going to burn drastically less calories. So even though it says you burn 500 calories, like it, it doesn't know you. The same thing with, you know, whatever your muscle to fat ratio is, like all those things matter. So those trackers do not take you into consideration when it's in terms of, tracking how many calories you burn so they're just inaccurate very and i'm sorry to spend five minutes on this but i get this question hundreds of times a day so i want to make this very clear um the next thing i want to go into is the way i like to tell people about cardio versus weights for fat loss um i like to talk about cardio more of like a one night stand more of like a you know you're going out and you want to hook up like that is what you're doing when you're going out and and doing cardio that's like the short-term Short-term fix, short-term high, short-term everything. Like, you're not thinking long-term. You're just thinking, like, I need to burn the most calories I can so I can lose the most weight I can as fast as I possibly can. Normally, if you know me, that is not the best way to go about doing this journey, right? And the, the thing is, this is why you hear people say, like, oh, well, when I was running, I lost a ton of weight. Or when I was doing X amount of cardio, I lost a ton of weight. 
but lost is past tense, right? And there's a reason that this this is in a in a passive voice in a past tense voice. Putting up some English right there, English scores. I barely listened in school, but damn, I got that. Um, th this is why because yeah, you you may burn whatever, even if it is 250 calories, whatever the calorie amount is. Again, that's irrelevant, but you burn those calories in that moment in time. So if you run for 30 minutes, you burn calories for 30 minutes. After that, that's it. That's all you get. There's no other metabolic changes. There, there is no changes to your metabolism. There's no changes to your hormones. Like There is no changes to your muscle-to-fat ratio. None of this has changed. You're just burning calories for 30 minutes, and then that is it. That is done. That is all you get. That's why I like to say it's a one-night stand. It's, it's very hit it and quit it. Like that's, that's all there is to this, right? And so piggybacking on this, you need to start looking at this exercise as a long-term solution as opposed to how can I burn the most calories in the quickest amount of time and, and really concentrating on doing – and this is, where, this is where people get into like I need to do cardio to lose weight. We're focusing on this very, very short-term fix. And, and the, the chasing the calorie burn is very similar to – and like this falls in the same category, the same, the same category of people – Chasing calories burned and doing a ton of cardio is the same thing when you chase when you chase getting sweaty during your workout. Like people do this all the time and they're like, I need I need to make sure I'm sweating a bunch during my workout to make sure I'm having a good workout. And like people don't actually realize that like and, and again, this is why I like doing these podcasts because I can educate people, but you sweating has no correlation to you burning fat, has no correlation to you building muscle, has no correlation to you changing your muscle-to-fat ratio, has no correlation to having a productive, effective workout. Sweating has a correlation to your sweat glands. Sweating has a correlation to how hydrated you are. If you're more hydrated, you'll sweat more. If you're less hydrated, you'll sweat less. Like There is no scientific correlation with, with sweating and or calorie burning and having an effective workout. Those two things do like there is no scientific research out there that proves that the more you sweat or the more calories you quote unquote burn is going to lead to your physique changing more. It, it's just it's not out there, right? Now, I will say this, like to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. That has to happen. And and I think if you're watching if you're listening to this, you probably know that. If not, now you know. And yes, you can create a larger calorie deficit through burning more calories because the more calories you burn, then the larger deficit. But here's the thing, and this is what I have to get you to realize. It takes you 50 minutes to burn 500 calories, roughly. It takes you five minutes to eat 500 calories. Just, just think about that math. For every five minutes you eat, you have to go do 50 minutes of cardio. So if you're if if it let's just say it takes you an hour a day to eat. Do you realize how much cardio you would have to do in a day to keep burning off those calories you are eating? Again, if 5 if if 50 minutes burns 500 calories and 5 minutes you eat 500 calories in 5 minutes, literally you'll get no sleep cuz you'll have to be doing cardio the entire day to make up for the food you eat. It's it it is simply never going to work the math does not add up unless you want to do eight hours of cardio a day and like if you do like I, i'm not sure go ahead like you're you're insane i don't know what else to tell you but this is why 
mainly having your diet based around I'm sorry, mainly having your weight loss based around the aspect of making nutritional changes to get you into a calorie deficit. And like this is something I work with my clients a ton on is like you have to food is around you all day long, all day, all forever the rest of your life. Like you have to eat. You can go and do cardio, but after the 30 minutes or after the hour, there's 23 other hours in the day that food is around you. So you have to be willing to make dietary and nutritional changes to your lifestyle or this you're simply never going to lose weight. It'll it it will it will not happen. There's no other way around it. It's just not going to happen. So why not take that time to focus on making nutritional changes? Why not take the time that you were going to do three hours of cardio a day and focus that on, okay, I can make nutritional changes instead and you can gain two and a half hours of that time back. Because people tell me all the time, like, oh, I don't have enough time. Cool. Stop doing an hour of cardio. It makes literally no sense. Like, please stop doing that. So that's something else I want to throw at you as well. Um, Let's now get into, let's segue into strength training because I talked about cardio. I talked about it was a, and, and one last note on cardio. I'm not saying you shouldn't do cardio. Cardio is great for your heart health, which, you know, is somewhat of the most important muscle in your body, right? Like, yes, heart health is good. You want to be cardiovascularly healthy. Like, I'm not saying don't do cardio, but when it comes to the aspect of losing weight, no, you shouldn't be doing an hour of cardio a day because that, it, I mean, it's, it's just simply not necessary. And like, there can be some negative adaptation that comes along with trying to do an hour of hit cardio a day. Like, your stress levels are going to be through the roof. Your cortisol is so high. So even if you are losing fat, it won't show in your body because you're so stressed out. Your cortisol's up. Your water weight's up. Your inflammation's up. Like, it can have negative side effects when you get into, like, trying to do too much of this high-intensity cardio everyone loves to do. Which, by the way, which is why I love doing walking so much. It's not high intensity. It's very low intensity. It's easy on the joints. It's easy on the the nervous system. It's easy on the hormonal profile. It's easy on your metabolism. Like, it is so much more effective long term than doing like these crazy hit workouts. Which like I understand because again, like I coached that program for three years, but it is just simply not necessary. And and again, like long term health wise, it it's just not your best bet. So, I'm done bashing cardio. I promise. Let's get into strength training and. Again, this is where I like to I like to tell people strength training is your long-term change option. Like if you're looking for a wife, this is where you're going to look for strength training as opposed to looking for a one-night stand. If you're looking for a wife or a spouse, this is going to be what you want to look for because strength training, yes, it, it does burn calories in the moment. You'll burn less calories in the moment than you would if you were doing cardio. Like that's true sometimes. But long term, it creates more change. Like for example, it can actually change how how much calories you burn a day through increasing your metabolism. And how is this? Is because it changes your muscle to fat ratio. It puts more muscle on your body and takes away the fat. So what this means is long term, you can eat more calories on a daily basis and still not gain weight. Because when you when you build muscle, your body burns more calories automatically throughout the day. Just because you've built more muscle means you are burning more calories throughout the day. So long term, the more muscle, the lean muscle mass you can have on your body, the more calories your body is going to burn long term. And this is how people get into eating, you know, 18, 19, 2,000, 2,100, 2,200, 3,000 calories without gaining weight. 
because the their metabolism is so rocking, is so on fire that they're, they can do that because they've t- put in the time, they've put in the effort of doing a structured strength training program for 3, 6, 9, 12, 18, 24 months. So now the rest of their life, that's going to continue to pay off. Again, as opposed to cardio, when in, in 12 months, you're going to burn the same calories you would doing 30 minutes of running 12 months ago and 30 minutes of running now. And that is going to make no change to your metabolism. And again, like going back to what we said, like if you're doing too much, it can actually decrease your metabolism because you're too stressed out. And you're like, that can be a different topic for a different day. But back on the strength training, it can change your metabolism by increasing it. And you will be able to burn more calories, eat more food, and not gain weight. So this is what I kind of start to mean by saying that strength training is your long-term option because you will actually change the makeup of your body, the your metabolism, your hormonal profile. You will change the way your body operates when you partake in a structured strength training program. That, that's just facts. And, and like I said earlier, strength training can be also easier on the hormonal profile because, again, if you're doing an hour of high intensity cardio for five, six, seven days a week, like that is very, very, very taxing on your hormonal system. And this is because the the buildup of cortisol that that takes from your body is, is massive. Like you, you build up so much stress by doing these very, very high intensity workouts to try to burn so many calories. And what that does is the cortisol adds up even though you may be losing fat, it does not show on the scale and it also decreases your metabolism because your body is way too entirely stressed out. Like if you're in a super aggressive deficit and you're trying to do an hour of hit cardio a day, eventually you that is going to level out. You, you will decrease your metabolism. Your metabolism will adapt and decrease because it needs to save your ass. It's not worried about you burning calories and losing fat. It's worrying about staying alive. So especially for women because this can get into the reproductive system and the hormonal profile of a of a uh, of a woman and like that again that can be a whole different podcast but getting into that strength training is easier on your hormonal profile and this can lead to you having again long term better results and it can again having the the more lean muscle mass you have on your body and the less fat the better and what does that better than anything else strength training that that is what is going to make the biggest difference in your physique and in in the way your body is actually structured. And so those are my two favorite ways to kind of tell people about strength training um, because it's just literally scientifically speaking, the way your body is going to function is going to be better long-term the more strength training you do. You You will increase your metabolism. You will gain lean muscle mass. You will decrease body fat from strength training, right? So you can't get that with cardio. You, you, you cannot build your lean muscle mass through cardio and, and increase your metabolism. It's just not going to happen. So that being said, I want to get into a more like of a um, – this isn't very scientific, but this is something that I've seen working with thousands of people, and that is strength training gives you more actionable goals you can take day after day, session after session, workout after workout. And what do I mean by this? When you're doing running, you can – you can increase you can get your time better you can increase your time you can run for more time but all those things are normally going to like you can increase your mile time but like when you're doing a 5 minute mile like what you're doing a 5 minute workout right if you're like really trying to get your mile time better okay if you do a 5 minute mile that's still only 5 minutes and like and then eventually like if you do a 5 minute mile 
if he used to run 30 minutes, which was three miles, now you're running 30 minutes for however many – like, it's not very progressive is what I want to say. Like, yes, like, if you want to run marathons or like that or anything like that, like, that, that's a different scope of this conversation than what I'm currently talking about. So, like, I'm not bashing on marathon runners or 5Ks or 10Ks or anything like that at all whatsoever. So, I'm definitely not. But what I am saying is, like, when you get into strength training – there are so many things you can do workout to workout to get better. And what I'm, what I mean by this, and I just did a podcast, I think two podcasts ago on how to get stronger, but you can do more reps, you can lift more weight, you can have better form, you can do so many things during the workout, workout to workout that keep you focused, keep you on track. And there's, there's things that are attainable for you every single workout. This ties into weight loss because the more you focus on trying to lose weight, trying to lose weight, trying to lose weight, normally <laughs> the less weight you lose because you're so focused, you're so stressed, you're so freaking yourself out over it as opposed to, okay, I'm going to focus on getting stronger. I'm going to focus on doing more reps. I'm going to focus on getting my deadlift form better. I'm going to focus on bracing my core better to protect my lower back. The more you focus on these things, funny enough, the more fat loss actually happens because you will be more consistent with your diet. You'll be more motivated. You'll be more disciplined. You'll be looking forward to the process more as opposed to being like, oh, my God, I have to do this cardio. Oh, my God, I have to diet. Like I would hate doing an hour of cardio a day and having a diet too. Like that sounds awful. That sounds terrible. I wouldn't want to do that as opposed to – I talk about strength training. Like build yourself up. Build a better physique. Build more strength. Build more muscle. Build a better metabolism. Build, build, build. Everybody looks at diet like tearing down, tearing down, tearing down because you're trying to lose weight. You're trying to do tons of cardio. You're trying to burn the most calories. That's like tearing down, tearing down. Strength training builds you up. It, it can literally change your life, change your body, change your physique, change, change the way your body functions. It's, it's building you up. And the, the more you can lean on things that build you up during a tough time. I mean, like, this is just like psychology 101, right? Like, if you're going into the gym, getting stronger, doing more reps, getting your form better, feeling your body change, feeling you do a pull-up, feeling you, you know, squat better, whatever it is, you're like, damn, I feel good about myself. And this can make this process of losing weight a shit ton easier. Like, it, it just really can because you will be that much more motivated to keep going because you've taken the action to do the strength training. You've seen the results of doing the strength training and you feel better, you look better, you're stronger, you know, your clothes fit better, whatever it is. And that makes you motivated to keep going. As opposed to if you just fucking, if you just do, sorry for the cussing, if you just hate running or if you just hate doing cardio and you dread doing the hour of cardio and you dread doing the diet, like it, it's, it's just not going to work, guys. Like it, it is not going to work because you're going to hate the process. And if you hate the process, you can't be consistent. And if you aren't consistent, you are not going to see results. And, and so that's basically where I'm at on the cardio versus weights for fat loss. And, it, and if you follow me, this is why I actually um, – in my 90-day fat loss challenge that's coming up, I'm not sure this podcast is going to come out. Maybe like a I – think, I think the 90-day challenge is going to come out in like around a week or week and a half from when this podcast comes out. But – that's why in my 90-day fat loss challenge, it is not centered around cardio. There's like some cardio worked in there. But again, that's more for like heart health. The, the, the basis of the 90-day fat loss challenge program is progressively overloading strength training. 
getting solid strength training workouts in month to month to month. There's there's one for month one, one for month two, one for month three. It's going to get you stronger, increase your metabolism, build your lean muscle mass, build muscle definition, because this is what matters when it comes to losing fat. So that's why I did that during, for that program. And uh, if you want more information on that program, please feel free to reach out to me, send me a message, shoot me an email, Coach Eric at ericrobertsfitness.com. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys, that, that's what I have for the podcast today. Um, remember that... Cardio is a short-term fix, just like if you're trying to do keto, if you're trying to do fasting and it's not working, you're yo-yo dieting. Cardio is the short-term fix. Strength training is the long-term fix, the the spouse you will have forever, the one that is going to make the most change long-term, right? So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Again, if you are if you are interested in the 90-Day Fat Loss Challenge, shoot me a message wherever you follow me, and I will get back to you 100%, all right? Thank you so much for listening, guys, and we'll talk soon.